Calm. Bottom. It's recording this. <laughs> What's happening, everybody? Backstreet Sports here with the you whole You piece crew. of Swiss cheese. Max, Tyer, Tanner, Chris. What's up? What's up? What's going on? The whole crew's back today. Lots to get to. Bills, Eagles, OTAs. Let's get right into it. Philadelphia Phillies started, you know, a big road trip this week in Chicago on Monday. Had a big win and sure then dropped did. the last two. Um, a lot of managerial decisions that Gabe Kapler made and didn't make that we can dive into here. First of all, I want to point out to you guys, um, Pat Neshek gets warmed up in the bullpen on Tuesday night, right? <sighs> Getting ready to come into the game. I'm sitting there watching it on TV and I'm looking. I'm like, all right, Pat Neshek, you know, pretty reliable relief pitcher for us. And then... You know how they have in Wrigley Field. You know how they have like the the bullpens are underneath the, the bleachers, and mm-hmm. out, so you can't see it from TV. Like they have to show you that camera inside. You're right. The next time they show me the inside of that, there's nobody warming up in there. Penny check sits down and it never gets explained on TV. Like Tom McCarthy, you know, he never says like, "Oh, he's not available," or he sat down. So I'm just sitting there like confused, thinking, "Okay, what well, did he get hurt? Like warming up or something?" Max, look, decisions are hard to make. Okay. <laughs> it's not easy to make decisions, especially in the shoes of Gabe Kapler. All right, because this is this is Philadelphia. Yeah, you know, one, one day you'll be beloved in the streets. One day everyone will want your head. That's true. That's however, not however, true. However, yeah. Gabe, Gabe Kapler, Gabe Kapler got him up in the bullpen. Are, 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 are you are you an MLB manager? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. Seriously, like, c- come on, Gabe, like. Uh, who, who was starting? Who who was in that game at that time? I forget. Was that Eflin? No, Eflin no. didn't start that night. It was um, I, it I, was Arietta, I believe. Arietta. That's right. That's right. It. Uh, I, I still find it interesting how with last night's game, um, I overheard they they sat down. They um deactivated four bullpen pitchers and the four major ones on top you know of what, that. Chris, it might have been Eflin. It might have been. I forget. I've like that was just that's 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 interesting to me and considering and from what I heard it was due to workload. Yeah, I think management. and I think Pat Nishek said that he wasn't like ready to go or something like he wasn't available to pitch because he warmed up like a bunch of days in a row or something and he wasn't ready to go. So I think it kind of goes both ways here. First of all, Gabe Kapler he, he gets the guy up and then he finds out that he's not available. Which I mean, at the time we need somebody to come into the game. You know, it's, at the time it's close. I don't know if we were in the lead at the time or not, but I know the game was close and it was a winnable game. You have to, and on Pat Neshek's side, listen to the other shows and other people talk on TV. They're saying that Pat Neshek basically said, like, I can't come in, like, I'm not coming into the game. So they're saying, like, Pat Neshek's like a bad guy in the clubhouse now. He kind of thinks about himself first before the team. I mean, I feel like it's a very natural human reaction to think about your own health. You know, you want to take care of your body. And He's what, getting paid what, how many millions of what, dollars? What's I was that, about what's to say, yeah, how, much, how much am I paying you? Hey, hey, I'm going to put you out in the field with an awful arm. But Dude. how much am I paying you? Hey, no, how much am I paying you to go out with your bad arm and pitch? How much money <laughs> am I sacrificing <laughs> sew it out of my own doggone pocket all right. hey, to pay you? Sew it up, all right? Just rub some dirt on it and get out there. All right? Come on, Pat Neshek. 
I'm playing both done. sides here. I'm sorry. No, uh, we done. but we were burned out. The bullpen's been big burned. Dummy. Is that to me or Pat Nishak? And anyone involved, boy. <laughs> and this goes back to needing starters, needing relievers. Chris, yeah. you've always yeah. been in all to... in all seriousness, it's the same conversation we had last week and two weeks ago and last month. Especially after last night, I do I do still have high hope, not relatively high hopes for Cole Irvin to be a decent starter. Uh, he pitched fine for the most part. He really he, did. I mean, he, he had only, base first on but the big hits were just... The big hits. Yeah. yeah. Anthony Rizzo crushing that ball. Hit the oh D God. in the Budweiser yes. sign. And then uh, just... Al- Albert Almora with the grand slam. He, uh, I, I, on the first pitch. I wish I was there for that conversation. Just the... the okay, all right. It was Cole, an 84 Cole, mile gotta, an hour gotta, fastball. Just get out of the... Just got to get out of the inning. All right? You know, they cover their mouths. All right. Just, just get out of the inning. Get, just produce a ground ball. First pitch, center field. Ouch. And that was it for Cole Irvin. Uh, but, no, that this starting rotation needs someone else because I can't keep relying on – It's ridiculous. It, especially with how bad Nola has been struggling this year. I know he's starting to pick it up. I can't keep relying on coin flip guys. You don't know how they're going to do. F. Flynn. I mean, area is not that bad, but he has his bad nights. And, you know, Vince Velasquez, when he's in there, if Pavetta ever comes back up. You what know, do you think we, about giving Pavetta another there. shot? I'd be open to it. <laughs> I mean, listen, well, Velasquez, is hurt. Velasquez is hurt, and even when he's healthy, we know what he, he's been here how many years? We know what he is. Yeah. I think he should be in the bullpen when he comes back. I, I, Eikhoff, too, is, is another guy who it's like, you never know. He's, he's looked all right, but mm-hmm. then I think his last start, he only went four innings, gave up a number of runs. Yeah. Uh, Look, Athlon's been it's, great. You know, yeah. give him credit. Definitely, he's been great. Yeah. Um, Arietta hasn't been, you know, what we expected, especially with the amount of money we're paying him. I will say this about Cole Irvin too. I really like his presence at the plate. Yeah. Because uh, his um, his yeah, it's second, like he doesn't want to quit on the at bat, right? No, yeah. He he he. Uh, in his second start, I believe. I no, forget on who Friday, they were. on Friday he walked. And yeah, then exactly. That and set then up that McCutcheon, McCutcheon homer. homer. That's right. And I and you know even last night he got on base. I think just once, but he still got on base and, you know, still produced offense. I really like his approach to the plate. uh, And I, I mean, he's only started three times. I want to see a little bit. I want to see a little bit more of Cole Irvin before I give a definite opinion on him. Going going into Wrigley Field in Chicago against the Cubs. Right. That's a tough place to play. Exactly. That's not the easiest thing to do as a young kid just coming up. What was it? His second start? Third start. Third start. Come on, man. And how cool was it that he got his first hit off of his favorite pitcher growing up, Cole Hamels? That was really cool. Yeah, that's cool. That was really cool. That was a cool moment. Uh, Yeah, it's tough for him, especially with big guys like Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez. Those are not easy guys. Going right through the heart of that order. And Albert Amora Jr., the one with the Grand Slam last night, he's become on strong too. Kyle Schwarber at the top of that lineup. It's it's hard to maneuver through. I saw that he was their leadoff. I was like, really? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Joe Madden. I mean, he, he hell, he knows what he's doing. Talk about another guy whose face pisses me off. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, iceberg. This is uh, iceberg getting in the way. Come on, you're the Titanic. Max. I'll get out of the way. <laughs> you don't want it. You don't want to say it. No, no. I'll, I'll save my rants for later. Right. Like you, you said, I we, could. We we got a rant. We got rants going on now. All right. Eventually, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Right. Yeah. I got um, rants. Listen, I wanted to ask you guys this. If you had to pick between one, say we can't get both. If you had to pick between a starting pitcher and a relief pitcher for this team, um, and even if you got anybody on your mind that's specific, 
who would you want? What position would you think we need more? Because obviously our bats, our lineup's great. Our lineup's stacked, right? Obviously there are going to be games where we're not scoring runs like we want to. Um, Harper's been struggling. Hoskins has even been struggling that a little bit. But eventually that stuff will work itself out. Our lineup's right. too deep, too talented, um, especially uh, at the top. Cesar's been great too in the sixth spot. Um, Kingery's back now. You know, well, I'm, over, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that. I would like to put uh, Hernandez back at not lead off, but towards the top of the order. Because, I mean, yeah, yeah, McCutcheon's kind of finding himself again. But just with how well uh, Hernandez is finding the ball and getting it in play and getting on base, I, I want to see him higher than the seventh guy. I agree with you. Okay. I think Cesar should lead off. I mean, the way he's playing mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Get on base, walking a lot. Him and Segura. McCutcheon's average just isn't there. I think he needs to, you know, go down. And honestly, his pre his past, uh, you know, track record mm-hmm. of being so talented put him behind like Real Muto down there. Yeah. And you have like they just stretches out the lineup a little bit more. Franco's still down there in the eighth spot. He hasn't been um, swinging it uh, as best as he's been throughout the beginning of the season. And, but he's still serviceable. And especially with how this team has been playing, you know, quote-unquote quote small ball. Mm-hmm. They're getting mm-hmm. on base. They're just not getting the runs in. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you get – Hernandez and Segura have been the two guys getting on base a lot, a lot yeah. this year so far. And, you know, you if you can – if I mean, I've really liked Real, Real Muto. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of great. late, he's been, he's yeah. been great lately. Uh I mean, may, maybe you could try because I know we talked about this last week. Maybe rearranging the the batting lineup a little bit. Uh, I would like to see Real Muto maybe get up there. Maybe put Hoskins back a little bit, just because yeah, like you say, he's starting to go on a bit of a slump. He is. Uh, I, they just gotta get those runs in because, and that that's what's killing them. That's what killed them last night. Because Cole Irvin, for the most part, was keeping them in the game. He he just gave up two big hits. Right. Yeah. Two I mean, he was giving hits. up base runners, but he wasn't letting them come no, score. Right. No, know? yeah, he, he was getting out of innings. He was getting out of jams yeah. and just you can two, call it two, two, two relatively bad pitches to two dangerous guys. You can call it the prompt definition of a game manager, which, which you kind of expect to do at that age. Yeah, I, I think. And with his level of experience. Well, we have Tommy Hunter coming back, who hasn't pitched at all this season. Uh, David Robertson, <laughs> David Robertson, who who we signed to be one of our top Tommy guys in the bullpen. Tommy Hunter. Um, <laughs> Tommy Hunter, I, not, he's in. See, for me, he's a guy that can go two innings for us at least. He sure could. You know, if he, he was if he was out in the he field, he sure healthy. could go two innings and maybe not give up something. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. That's another. I tell you what, at this point right now, with only like four reliable arms in our bullpen. All right, fine, fine. You got me. <laughs> I would have to say, yeah, and we can't even call them reliable. Like that's the crazy part. No, <laughs> but I think I think because of this, I think the more important need for us right now is a starting pitcher. Just yes, based, based on the fact that we got guys that are injured in a bullpen, Dave Robertson being exactly the key one. That 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 could be your guy that you're looking for instead of going yeah. out and shopping around for someone. If he comes, if, were, if he were to come back mm-hmm. healthy. Like a little, and hopefully soon, sooner rather than later, he kind of comes back and slides into that role that knocks everybody down a peg. They can kind of play back more to their strengths, more to their role. Even. Exactly. You know, Hector Neris is closing for us right now. That's not really his main role. Yeah. He, he would be a better seventh, maybe Hector even Neris, setup guy. T's favorite player. <sighs> Hector Neris has an ERA under two right now, so he, I can't. He, I can't disrespect him. I mean, I'm yeah. sick of this. Yeah. T, you got to admit that he's been playing a lot better than his past. Man, that's ludicrous. All right. That's that's my response. That's that's your – okay, fine. Uh, And we also saw on display, I think it was two nights ago, Sir Anthony, he's really just a one-inning pitcher because I know they tried to stretch him to two innings. He got through that first inning uh, relatively smoothly. 
Uh, he goes into that second inning, gave up two walks in a row, and I think they pulled him. When he's him. not locating that fastball, he, he's, no. he's not really that no. um, you know wor- worth using in certain situations, especially because we're using him late in games. Exactly. But when he's not locating his fastball and he's walking guys, I mean that's his that's his out pitch. You know, he's blowing that ninety nine mile an hour fastball past you, and mm-hmm. when he's not, then what what really is he worth to you? Mm. You know, I mean, I know last year we saw him in the closer role, and a man, this guy's throwing 100 miles an hour. We were all excited. You gotta respect the future of Aldis Chapman. Now, right. real, now real you gotta quick. put some respect on that name. Dude, no. You just used Sarah Anthony's what? name with Aldis Chapman in the same sentence. What? What's the matter with you? What is the matter that with you? Just happened. <laughs> oh, Chris. What? Sorry. What's the matter with you? So, oh, my mistake. Yeah. Aroldis is left-handed. Sorry. <laughs> now, how do you guys feel about Madison Bumgarner? Because from what I hear. He there's, sounds there's, expensive. He's being shopped. He well, sounds he's expensive. Def- he's definitely going to be expensive. Yeah. Uh, that's that's more than just a couple pieces. That's major pieces you're going to have to move for him. And uh, But at this point, wouldn't it be worth it to move some prospects that you got down there in, in AAA and AA? Andrew Knapp. I think we're spending. One we've one. already They're- passed the part of spending a lot of money for specific players. So I think. I but you're also too much. But you're also feeling the need, which is a dire need at this point. It is. But this, think about it this way: we gave up a lot of prospects, a lot of money to get JT in here and make some of those trades. We gave up some more prospects, players to get Gene Segura in here. So I mean, sorry, so, Madison Bumgarner. Uh, I mean, Madison <laughs> Bumgarner. First of all, he's his one of our Phillies are one of his teams on his no trade list, so yeah. he would have to accept a trade to us if one were to happen. Um, I don't know. If I would be willing to give up as much as the Giants would ask in order to get Mass Bumgarner in here, not saying I won't want him, and if the right deal comes through, I know obviously you have to give up something to get something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's, I mean we do with everything. we do have the prospects, especially outfielders. We got a ton of outfielders, yeah. so I mean you could definitely chop around. I feel like you're not going to get Mass and Bumgarner though. You got to look around for more of a. I don't rotation. Think we, I don't, you, you're exactly. not going to get an ace. I don't think you're not we need going to get another ace. You, you just know, we a, got we got our guys Nola, Arietta, and Eflin. Those three guys have been good for us this yeah. year. I yeah. mean, they've each had you know moments where they're like they have a rough start here and there, but for the most part, they've been pretty reliable. You know, every time they go out on this amount, we have a chance to win the game when I'm sitting there watching. Um, but the the two more the two other spots in the rotation, you know, Eikhoff's there. There's just the guys you know, we're trying to plug and you know see if they can fit. You know, Cole Irvin. Uh, Velasquez, Eikhoff, um, Pavetta, and AAA. I mean, those guys are just who. Want, it's basically two rotation spots up for grabs with four guys. Who wants to take control of those spots? You know, obviously Velasquez is hurt right now, so he doesn't yeah. have the opportunity to. Um, but I, of course, I agree with you. I don't think we need an ace, but I think we definitely need maybe like a somebody that we can match, compare, kind of like Arietta. I think we need somebody better than that. Now, we now, don't need a Nola, but I, I know this is. I know this is me kind of contradicting what I just said. But I know that they're looking to trade him, and he's just strictly a rental piece. Mm. Would you entertain Corey Kluber? See, uh, Corey Kluber, for me, obviously, in his whole career, he's been a great superstar. But he's a little bit older now, and he's just coming off an injury. He just broke his arm, and his pitching arm, I think it was, too. I don't know if I'd give up. Again, the Indians be asking for a lot. I feel like, because I remember uh, watching on the MLB Network, they were talking about, you know, three best pitchers in baseball right now. And uh, one guy brought Corey Kluber. I feel like Corey, and like he said, and I 100% agree with him, I feel like he's only good when he's got his breaking ball on. Whereas, like, a guy like Chris Sale, you know, it's that that release that really catches people off guard. Mm -hmm. Whereas Corey Kluber, if his his break, if his stuff isn't breaking – He's not 
as dominant as his, his people his think. His go-to pitch is a slider. When that slider's mm-hmm. moving, I yeah. mean, look out. Because it's unable. Yeah. And it's coming as a strike. I mean, I've never seen Corey Kluber watching him pitch so much. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a pitch come in looking like a strike so far towards the plate. Like, it's almost at the plate and it's still looking like a strike. And then all of a sudden, it just... Tips off. Another another guy that I've heard rumors about, and I definitely know that the team wants wants to entertain offers is uh, Marcus Stroman. Mm-hmm. Now, Blue Jays, yeah, that's, I think it's, that's a good piece because, like I yeah. said, like I just said, I think he's more comparable to Arietta, obviously, than mm-hmm. Nola. Yeah, but he's not, you know, so far down to like a four or five pitch in rotation. No. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I think if we can get a guy like his talent in here, yeah, help out the rotation, eat innings, you know, get like six, seven innings. He's that he's he's got talent. We all have seen that and before. The, and the Jays are dying for bats, and we got some outfielders. Yeah, we do. I mean, they they do got Vlad, but they need guys around Vlad. Yes, one hundred percent. He uh, has been on fire lately. Oh, when he came up in the Vlad, minor leagues, oh, Vlad Junior. Uh, he is a great player. He hit his first homer in Toronto the other night because mm-hmm. he came up when they were on this big road trip. Yeah, he finally came up and hit a he hit a missile dead center. <laughs> Place was going crazy. All like three thousand of the Toronto fans. He's were going got crazy. crazy power, dude. Yeah, like, he does. Oh my god! Yeah, he does. How many Sorry. home runs does he have right now? Uh, five, six, five, five, six. five or six, five or six. Yeah, I mean, he's we been know our stuff. <laughs> if you're a baseball fan, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., check him out. I agree. Check even if you're not, check him out. You'll become a fan <laughs> yeah, instantly. That's true. Sorry, that's iceberg again, getting in the no, way no of the show. <laughs> so I'm just saying here to wrap up this series today. We got an afternoon start. Aaron Nola takes the mound against John Lester. Two aces are going at it today. <laughs> Lester's been insane. Could you imagine John Lester as a Philly? No. No. No, I well no, I can't either, but just the thought came into He's my mind. He's almost to the end of his career. And it, it's making me laugh. Sorry, Iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> There's our show title, Iceberg. To get the split today <laughs> to get the split today in Chicago, when I was looking at this series, coming off the weekend sweep of the Rockies, we're looking at this series coming up against and to the Chicago Cubs to where we are now. I'm sorry. To get the sweep. Or to get the split, I should say, in this series would be huge, it in my would. opinion, especially because we now we have to go play another tough team this weekend, the Milwaukee Brewers. It's not going to get any easier for us. So I'm just hoping from where we are right now, get a split get a split in the series. That's all we can hope for any, now. Any bold predictions for today's game? I got one. What right. you got? Gene Segura hits a cycle. Really? Ooh. Gene Segura hits a cycle. I th- you know what I think? My bold prediction? I, I think, hear you. I think Reese Hoskins hits a home run. I think I think he's got to break out of his slump. Oh, no. Not the number four hitter hitting a home run. That's I don't a remember bold last prediction. Th- I, I've never, I don't remember the last time he's hit a home run. I mean, he's, he's Fine. There's been like, it's been like, how, how many weeks? Like three weeks since he's hit one. I'm used to hit, seeing him hit one every other day. And, and, and he, he, he does that play right now. He does that a lot. He, he just, he he's in this slump right now where I just feel like, He's guessing. He's getting. Cl- I feel like he's getting close to breaking that though, because that has been his trend. He'll because when he's when he was first called up to the Phillies, he went over twelve for his first couple of games. Mm-hmm. Then he suddenly goes on that hot run. He hit two, uh, three home runs in that Padre series when he was a rookie, mm-hmm. and then uh, two more home runs against the Giants the very next series. Yeah, and he went on that crazy eighteen home runs in thirty six games. Yeah, which by the way that was nuts. <laughs> That was crazy. I, I, I still love that one Tom McCarthy call. The he, he's getting to the point where he's going to lead the team in home runs. It was called up August tenth. Yeah. It's just like, jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. No. Uh, come on. Let's let's That's let's your at least prediction. Gene Segura hits a cycle. Uh, when was the last time Franco hit a home run? 
That's a mm-hmm. ooh, that's a that's, that's, that's a my good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's gonna. That, that's another. He's down at like two twenty five. I mean, even though that that outfield is pretty deep at Wrigley, down I, the lines, yeah. down yeah. the lines, especially a little bit deeper. Um, Kingery hit a foul ball out of the park. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, on the Wavelin Avenue. Yeah, <laughs> was, people were like looking back. <laughs> yeah, like, that was crazy. I was, I was just did catch that one. I think everybody's talking about batters. I think I'm gonna talk about the pitcher. You know what? Perfect game. I'm, I ain't going to go that bold. I ain't going to go that bold. But I say Nola only gives up one run. What do you think? He's going to like seven innings maybe? I say seven innings, gives up one run, maybe three, four hits. I tell you what, we need that today because our bullpen is How many is Ks? Gas. Yes. Mm, Insane. I say yes. about seven, seven That's, to eight Ks. All right. Last so, start against the Rockies, six innings, struck out 12. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he's coming back into form. And oh, this is yeah. the perfect time. We need it right in the middle of this road trip. And the teams were playing over this like 30-game span. They're all teams like above 500. The Braves, you know, they actually two nights ago they got they got beat on a walk off by the Giants. But, Thank you, Giants. Um, they won last <laughs> night, so we're only we're actually only a game and a half in first place right now uh, on the Braves. So they're coming to catch us. The good news is this looks like a two horse race here in this division. Yeah. The Mets and the Nationals are I don't know what they're doing. They're they're not playing up to expectations. Obviously. I remember I remember when you two goofs chose uh, the Nationals to win this division. You know, Wait, how could you? <laughs> they got you know, three aces easy. on their team. Take it easy. Okay, sure. It's stupid. Sure, but what 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 do they have in their lineup? Rendon and uh, Juan Soto. Listen, that's it. <laughs> Trey Turner got hurt, and that hurt them in early in the season. Oh no! Their leadoff hitter. No, Trey Turner no. got hurt. Adam Eaton's not playing. Adam Eaton, please stop. Adam Eaton's Talk not about bad. another guy I hate. Maybe as close to Max Muncy. Adam Eaton's uh, not a bad player. Oh, uh, when he, he had that mustache. When he had that mustache, I oh, I wanted to punch him in the face. Sorry, Ryan Iceberg. Zimmerman. Iceberg again. Listen, hell, I'm not, I'm happy the Nats aren't playing well. I don't want them to play well. Oh no, no, I, I was about to say, yeah, you that's know, a good thing. I kind of said that to jinx the Nationals. So. Oh, I, <laughs> I knew what you were doing the whole time. Yeah, that was the reason. I knew what you were doing the whole time. What? Listen, I just want to point this out real quick. Well, seeing that sweep over the, against the Rockies over the weekend, and the Rockies, in my opinion, are a pretty good team. And I, I was looking forward to this week, um, basically, just because I wanted to see how we stack up against the best. Of the NL, you know, we, obviously the Dodgers are probably head and shoulders above the rest, but the Nats, or excuse me, the Cubs and the Brewers, they're probably on that second tier right below. So I wanted to see how we can match up and see maybe can we compete with these teams in the postseason. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think we can match up with these teams later on? I mean, as we are now, not saying we can get somebody. Do you think? I mean, we did win Game One of this series, and these last two games have been close, one-run games. You know, so it's not like we're getting blown out. The, I know last night, obviously, the, the, yeah, pitching, the got pitching's got to be on its toes. To compete with any of these, obviously, obviously, all these the the big threats to the Phillies, the Brewers, the Cubs, the Dodgers, they all got good bats, and you need your pitching to be pristine, and e- even if you know they go to the thing, I'm not going to say the thing, right? You know, don't say the thing. Uh, if they go to the thing in the American League, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Astros, a lot of good bats. Throughout this whole league, the Yankees you, have been playing you, great, with, and they're need, injured. You need you need your pitching to be excellent, and that's the only thing I feel like is really holding this team back. Because mm. yeah, the bat the 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 hitting's been yin and yang. Yeah, up and down. But that, uh, but, but you know, but, but you know, for the most part, the hitting is going is the only it, thing that's keeping the ship afloat. Yes, exactly, exactly. And that and the thing that's really holding back the Phillies is their pitching. So. For them to compete, which right now I feel like they're just not quite there. You need your pitching to be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't agree more. And yeah. I think 
I know our bullpen isn't the best, but it's fourth in the NL in ERA, which is like incredible ERA. to me. You know, so and I, one of the other Hector reasons Nares. these games have been close. <sighs> not last night, but the game before that was close. We just didn't have any arms to go. They were all gassed. They weren't available. Adam Morgan, who's been pitching really well out of the bullpen, he wasn't available. Hector Neris has been pitching well this year out of the bullpen. He wasn't available. So like our top two guys, even Sir Anthony, we tried like you said earlier, we tried stretching them two innings. Obviously, that didn't work. No, but. Um, I think if we can get, especially going into this series against Milwaukee, hopefully we can get a split today, obviously. Yep. But going into the series against Milwaukee with our guys healthy and, and you know, not gassed, they've got a couple days rest, um, and Naris especially and, and Morgan, I think we can take two out of three from Milwaukee. Um, I know Eichhoff's pitching the first game of that series, which will be shaky. But then you bounce back with Arietta and, and uh, Eflin, two of our better pitchers. I'm looking forward to this weekend series, and, and I know we come back home after that. I think. Yep. Um, but again, it doesn't get any easier. These teams are tough. Uh, we got the Cardinals next week. Oh man. Cardinals are tough, but we do play them at home, so um, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, when we back on the show next week. I feel like week, the Cardinals are a team that. Okay, I, you guys are probably going to just think I'm crazy, but I just feel like I already a, do. So they're you a know, te- go ahead. team that's like faking it. I don't think they're this good. I don't. They've struggled a little bit recently. Actually. I don't think they're this good. I mean. Matt Carpenter is a great player, but he's another player I just hate. Sorry. Iceberg. Iceberg. <laughs> what, what I think is going to help us in the long run is our schedule because we're done with the Rockies the rest of the season. Yes. And this upcoming series is our last with the Brewers. Correct. So we're getting done with all these teams that are really good, and I think that's going to help us in the long run. Because the other teams, you know, the, the Braves are out playing the Giants right now. Yeah. I mean, we haven't yeah. even played the Giants yet. <laughs> so, uh, Tanner, that's a good point. We, we, teams that we're playing now, if we can – Stay afloat, you know, right. kind of split, get through the the rough patch of the schedule, and then, right. then end it kind of. And then again, we go to the Dodgers next week, or or a week and a half from now, we go out to LA and play the Dodgers. So it's not getting any easier for us. I just hope we come out of this big stretch of games here and just kind of try to play five hundred ball because I know this team's talented enough to after this stretch of games is over to really take off if we can get our guys healthy. And again, we're saying the bullpen's not pitching its best. It has the fourth. Lowest ERA in the NL, and it's not even 100 healthy. Our best relievers hurt, and Dave Robert, we signed him to a big, we signed him to that big contract, hoping he would come in here not to be the closer, but to pitch the big innings for us. Mm-hmm. And if we had yeah. him available the other night against the Cubs, when you know Juan, when Juan Acasio came in and tried, <laughs> he tried to close the door and he just couldn't do it. Um, it's a, it would be a different story, I think. The only guy I would take Tommy Hunter over Juan Acasio. <laughs> not a big Tommy Hunter fan over there. No, I never have been. But I don't think he's that I'm, terrible. I, mm-hmm. I, I I like Tommy Hunter more than Juan Nicasio. <laughs> That's fair. All right, let's get some Eagles talk going here. OTA starting off for them. Okay. Malcolm Jenkins is a president. What's going on with Malcolm Jenkins? It's a contract situation. That's exactly what it is. It's, a con- it's, it's more or less, you can say it's rest. You can argue that it's rest. But we can all sit here and say there's a contract situation. Look at how much money now safeties are making. I think I've seen where Malcolm Jenkins is like either – he, like he, his contract ranks even from seven to ten in terms of the highest paid contracts at his position. And then also look at the fact that he played every snap last season, mm-hmm. including the playoffs, over three thousand snaps. He never came off the field. So why should I first off risk um, risk more money going out there for OTAs? And then on top of that, I am trying to get paid because I'm looking to see where everybody else is getting paid. They get to come off the field, and I don't. Basically, I, I I am the defense. You can arguably say that Malcolm Jenkins really is the leader, the number one leader on this defense. Right. So uh, why wouldn't you want to get paid? I don't really think this is anything to worry about either. No. I think they're going to figure it out. But you have a point about him being defense. 
No, and I, you're right. It's not. It's nothing to worry about. I think you know everything will be worked out. I think everything will be fine. But why? Why not pay him? I've last always, year, Malcolm Jenkins was the the leader. That's actually the secondary. Yeah, we had so many injuries back there. Yeah, hopefully we get Ronnie McLeod come back next year. I've always said season. I've always said players should get their money. I've never been against that. But you know, listen, just go. It's it's fine. Let's calm thing, down. I respect the Eagles ballot. When the guys want the money, they don't give it to them. Even no matter how talented you are, if 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 you're begging for money or you think that you're worth more than your play on the field, which I 100 percent agree with you, he's played so many snaps. He's reliable. He's played almost every game. Right. I think, from his standpoint, missing this, I'm, again, I'm not freaking out about mm-hmm. it because I think he'll be there. He's a, he's a leader. He's a team guy. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to get paid, but I'm saying the way our cap situation is right now, we don't really have any wiggle room. And you're absolutely correct because you know we've been talking about this for a minute now. Carson Wentz, you know they're they're working out ways of how they're going to pay him. I mean they're mm-hmm. we're talking about paying Carson Wentz top three quarterback money. You know, there's no getting around that. So you can't necessarily just, you know, go out and just re-sign players anymore. You can't necessarily restructure contracts anymore because Carson Wentz is going to eat up at least a third or at least, yeah, a third, about a third of your cap space. So you can't just spend big money anymore. This is the reason why the run between his rookie season and now was so important. This is the reason why Howie Roseman was able to bring in all of these big-time free agents and able to pay everybody because Carson Wentz was still under that rookie contract. Set him out. Now his rookie contract is almost up. Now he can't necessarily go out and, you know, go into free agency or make all the trades that we really want. Heck, Gerald McCoy got released yesterday. How y'all think I feel about bringing Gerald McCoy in? I would freaking love Gerald McCoy here. But I know it's not going to happen. Not Reason being, we don't have the money for it. It's being allocated towards Carson Wentz. Now, now okay, just to you know, inject my opinion. <laughs> uh, no, with Malcolm Jenkins, I, I'm not worried at all. This, the, the, I feel like this guy eats, sleeps, and breathes midnight green. You know, I, I, He's going to be here. As for Carson Wentz, this is my problem. Oh, boy. How do you feel about hit them... Saying Carson, you're clear for contact. Yeah, I think I don't like I that. Love I don't it. like it. I don't. This is a guy who had who screwed up his knee. That I'm not even sure if he's a hundred percent fully recovered, and has back problems. Just a couple months ago, okay. He, fought, for, he look, played through all that back injury he multiple did. games last season. He did. Yeah, and did he look like? The Carson Wentz everyone fell in love with. No, he didn't look like no, the Carson not. Wentz. You're absolutely correct that I'm, he didn't I'm look looking like at Carson long, Wentz. I'm looking at longevity here. I, I want Carson Wentz to be this quarterback, the, this team's quarterback for the next 15 years. I agree, but All the right? only way you're going to be able to see if he is going to be your quarterback for the next 15 years is you have to put him through that stuff. You yeah. have to make sure that the body is able to withstand that okay. punishment. Yes, but let his body heal first. In all fairness, they said he, the was, body is he was working out without Do a brace. Do you trust this? Uh, I, okay, I don't trust any doctors that I don't talk to face-to-face. I don't care. Right, well, <laughs> just look at the... Fair, though, just look at the okay, okay. You don't Sixers, know the Eagles prime doctors. example. Let me we just call the Eagles doctor real quick. We can't <laughs> figure out what's wrong with Markel Fultz, okay? Uh, look, I'm no doctor. I'm no doctor. I was about to say, are you a doctor? You would have asked me that for the last couple of weeks. Are you a doctor? Well, are you a doctor? How do you know Carson Wentz is going to go out there and be MVP again? I don't. Exactly. You need him to heal. You're right. I do need him to heal. But if the doctor says, who has more knowledge about the body than I do, if the doctor says, hey, 
The guy's cleared. The guy's 100% healed. He's ready to go. If my quarterback says, hey, I'm ready to go. T, I'm placing two buttons in front of you. One button is you. Carson Wentz, full contact. You only get him for five more years. You got to look for another quarterback because he's broken. Other one, let him sit out a little longer. Let him heal. He's your quarterback for 15 years. What are you pressing? Well, of course I'm going to go with the 15 years, but at the same time. If he's clear for cut, it's OTAs. First, first off, it's OTAs. There ain't no stick of contact. Right? And that True. wasn't even realistic. No. 15 or five years. Yeah, that's, that's not that's even. That's a bit of a. Hey, uh, yeah, hey, that's a heck hey, of a jump. Hey, look, I'm the crazy one on the show. Let me be the crazy one on the show. All right? I'm Iceberg. All right? I'm Iceberg. I'm Iceberg in this. Okay? No. I, I'm concerned about his health. Look, I want Carson Wentz here. I want him to be an Eagle forever. Okay? I joke about how much I love Nick Foles, and you know. Are you sure that's a joke? It's a, it's a little, it's a little sad seeing him in a Jaguars uniform. Uh, it, it, I don't care. It, it goes, <laughs> <laughs> who, who's got a statue in Philadelphia? We're not going to start this again. <laughs> so, no, I, I want, I want, I want him here long term. I want him to be, I want him to be the greatest Eagles quarterback. I want him to win Super Bowls here, and he will uh, when he's healthy. Are you going to stick him out there with a bad back? No? Well, they stuck him out there last year with a bad back. Because they're morons. <laughs> then what happened at the end of the season? I'll be a true. What but the, diff- the, but the difference what was... Ha- wait, hold on. I want to answer Tanner's question. Okay. Nick Foles came in, saved the season, and then Alshon Jeffrey Alshon decided Jeffrey. to stop using his hands. Yeah, <laughs> really? So we're going to blame it on Alshon? I love you my two cents in on this. I, I love you. I love you, Alshon. Sorry, we Max. We all love Carson Wentz. We, uh, all, yes. we all love Carson yes, Wentz. Yes, I'm wearing a Carson Wentz t-shirt. I have too many Carson Wentz shirts for him to be gone, so we need him right. to stay. And I understand what everybody's saying. The thing is, though, <laughs> we just, we just, I feel like the last couple years, especially off season too, not just in season, talk about Carson Wentz. Let's get him healthy. Let's get him healthy. Never. Oh man, did you see how great Carson Wentz this year was? Like, like coming off a great season, right. blah, you know. So okay, I just think the more I look into this, six years, one hundred fifty million dollar contract for a guy that. Might not even be healthy. He he's and, and but look at but you got to look at. I'm what looking you're at his twenty The only thing that's holding me back is that 2017 season. I know how great Carson Wentz can be. He he was yes. head and shoulders the best quarterback. Yes, in the league. he was. Don't give me Tom Brady. Don't give me anybody he, he else. He was the best quarterback. He yes, was in the league by far. And look at his season. I know Patrick Mahomes has been crazy, right? I know how great Patrick Mahomes was last oh, year. Yeah. But look at 20 Carson Wentz's season, and and. Patrick Mahone's season. I, I, Carson Wentz is just he's first of all he's just a cooler guy to watch. I like watching him play when he's 100 yes. healthy, running around I, out there. And, I mm-hmm. feel like I mean this is no insult to Patrick Mahomes, but I just feel like Patrick Mahomes is a Carson Wentz with a stronger arm, but less of less knowledge of the field, more flash. Yeah, more he, flash. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't hundred percent know how to read the field yet. Like he's relying. Every, well, and he also had Tyreek Hill, the fastest receiver in the exactly. league. Exactly. You have all I mean, exactly. You have like all those weapons around cheat. there. Yeah, yeah, basically. You don't have to read the field. Hey, is Tyreek open? Oh, okay, yeah, he is. Toss it! Right. And some of the plays, I know how great Patrick Mahomes is. Some of the plays that he made were just because he didn't know. the fun. That, uh, one I'll point out is the left-handed pass. I mean, the guy's running out of bounds, like scrambling yeah. away, and all of a sudden the left throws a left-handed, which is great. I mean, he caught it. But, like, what the hell are you doing running all the way? Like, exactly. You know what I, mean? I don't need you to do that. Throw the ball out of bounds, yeah, please. Right. Don't 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 yeah. do nothing stupid like that. Because that's how interceptions happen. So I just think I, I'm giving Carson Wentz the contract. Someone didn't like definitely the have special. to give him the contract because Carson Wentz's talent once once in a while a talent like his comes around exactly. once in a while. So you have to pay him the money. 
Oh, but I just I just want him to stay healthy. You Side know? note. Uh oh. I'm glad you mentioned the Philly special. I don't know if you guys heard about this. I know I I sent it off in our group text, but um apparently the creators of Madden are putting the Philly special into the video game. What geniuses! I love them. They should be the Eagles doctors. Was that like the Spider Two Y Banana type deal? Like no, no, no. I mean, no. It, there, it's going to be a special yeah. package, and it's literally going to be named Philly Special because and that's what it is. From the little bit, I would of, run that every play. Yes, I don't care if I lose. yes. I don't care that's if I lose. how you are it's going. About six, damn time. You're going sixteen and zero. You're winning the freaking Super yes. Bowl. Trick them if you want to double trick them. Just flip the play. Yeah, but would you? Well, now, get, this is just this is just Madden talk at this point. So, like, would you trade back to get Nick Foles back on the squad just to run the Philly special? Of course. <laughs> that's of course. No. What do you think Carson Wentz is going to run? I would trade him on my ultimate team. I'd trade him back to the Eagles just so I can run the play. <laughs> yes. You see, Man, that's, that's ludicrous. That's how Madden is going to get a bunch I'm of gonna, people in Philly to buy Madden. <laughs> There's no other reason. I'm it's gonna, the same game. I'm going to trade. That's true. I'm going to trade what's his face, the AAF quarterback that they just signed. What's his face for Nick Foles because it's a video game? Oh, I know, I know yeah. You're yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, iceberg. <laughs> all right, but back to the business. Yeah, I mean, look, you can say all you want about you know Carson Wentz's health. At the end of the day, the only way you're gonna know if he's healthy is if you put him out there. And that's just my two it's cents. It's one slip. It's one turf toe. Don't problem. Yeah, we've already we've already okay. seen guys go down this this. You're right absolutely now, correct. OTA. Yes, Ruben Foster yep. went down out for the season. True, freak accidents happen. That's not going to stop anything. What are you? What are we going to do? Just wrap up, keep him wrapped up in bubble wrap? Yes, yes. I'm That's wrapping Carson Wentz in bubble wrap, sticking him in a closet, feeding him four times a day. Different that. Then for all that, wrap Alshon Jeffrey in bubble wrap. Deshaun I, Jackson. I will. JJ Arcega Whiteside. I will. I will. Are you going to do anything different come preseason with Carson Wentz? What's he doing? I'll how say Carson, games? how you feel? He'll, if he's if he goes out for if he goes out for the series, he drops the offense down the field. We get a field at minimum. We get a field goal. Take, take him out. Take him out. I think you play him just like you play every other quarterback. He goes out there and game by game by game three, he's playing the first half. Right. The game four, he sits. I think you got to play him like you would any other quarterback. Yes. That that was that's what I would do. Now, the only problem that I have is that these are major injuries we're talking here. You know, we're just yes. talking to torn ACL, which I'm not worried about. I think he's over that. I yeah, think he's, I saw him working out with Tyler Brace the other day. Yeah, he and he talked about on. um, he talked about playing some games without that brace. So that's really good. The bad thing I think about all this happened was he played like three or four games with a broken back last year. If he if he just if he, if they just sat him out and put Nick Foles in, I, you know, he came back in week three against the Colts. But I think that injury happened like two day, two games after that. And he went all the way up to like week nine or ten against that Dallas game. Yeah, where it was finally like, yeah, listen, guys, I just can't play anymore. I mean, he fought through it, but you got to be smart. First of all, he's coming off a, a ligament, two ligament tears in his knee, and I know I'm never going to question Carson Wentz's, you know, his mentality as far as I'm going to get out there and play every single game, you know, because you want your quarterback to do that, right? Obviously, you want your leader of your offense to get out there and and play until he can't anymore. But I just think because he came off of that injury, you have to be smarter. You have as, as a coach, the front office, you can't just throw your franchise guy out there. No, no. I think I'm getting misunderstood. I'm not saying no. I think I'm we're not fully understanding what you're saying. I'm not saying treat him like the Redskins treated RG three. Yes, you still handle him delicately, but at the same time, he's still a grown man. And I'm not handling a grown man necessarily with kid gloves. <laughs> if if you're supposed to be the franchise quarterback, like I'm expecting you to be, and I'm supposed to be paying you. 
top quarterback money, mm-hmm. I got to see if your body can withstand it. Because if your body can't, then I need to start looking well, for let, another quarterback. Let me ask you this. Now, this is a complete hypothetical. Say Carson is saying he's feeling all right. We get six games into the season. He goes down for the rest of the season. Do you give him just a one-year prove-it deal? No, you get rid of him. All right. Wow. I look at this. Wow. I, I was, Really? Let me explain. No, no, no. no, no. I want to hear this. This I got to hear. I look at Carson Wentz, his upcoming season this year, and I compare it to Ben Simmons, the 76ers, his yeah. season coming up. Wait a second. Are you starting to agree with me and T about Ben Simmons? No. Ben Simmons doesn't. <laughs> no, listen. Because, because, listen, I know how talented Ben Simmons is, right? Yes. He has not, besides his foul shot, which I give him credit for, he's increased a little bit. And mm-hmm. we're getting a little off topic here, but I'm just trying to compare. All right. His ability is unquestionable. We know how talented Ben Simmons is. If he doesn't develop a jump shot, a semi-mid-range jump shot, now I'm talking three-pointer, that'll come eventually. But if he doesn't even attempt to shoot the three or a mid-range shot, he's he's leveled out at where he is right now. And I don't think with him at the talent that he is right now, if he doesn't take that next step and becomes that superstar to pair with Embiid, I don't think we can get to the NBA Finals or win the championship. But I think the difference is we know what Carson Wentz is. We don't know what Ben Simmons particularly is yet. Okay, I see what you're, I see your point there, but I compare this to if Ben Simmons, we've seen multiple seasons of him not shooting. And now Carson Wentz, we've seen multiple seasons of him banged up with major injuries. Two, so t- goes, two entirely different things. If he goes throughout the— It is. It is. I agree. But if he goes the full season this year and he goes down to week six with his third major injury in three years— now, yes, that's cause for concern. Yes. Danny, it, it, it's completely hypothetical. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I would, I would still sign him for just a one-year deal. Just say, Carson, look. Yeah, I would franchise you're, you're, tag we're, we're getting really concerned about your health. We'll give well, you we're this. already really concerned about his health. Think about it. We're already sitting here like Yeah, what, am I, what yeah. am I talking about? Why am I being the logical one? <laughs> yeah, that's not normal. What, what's going on here? Fix it, Carson. Come on. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Usually, you know, me and Max are the, and Tanner are the logical ones, and you're just the, the village idiot. But <laughs> some Let, There's no more Nick Foles back of Carson Wentz. If, if Carson don't, Wentz don't goes down, like our season is over. Don't and act like you don't enjoy me being a moron. I don't, I don't, well, this team's too talented to be losing in what the divisional. or This team is capable of winning the Super Bowl for years to come, the way it's constructed right now. Harry Roseman's done a great job assembling this team. Uh, but if Carson Wentz gets down with a major injury for the third year in a row, then I, I just don't think at one or two years, fine. One year especially. One year, anything can happen, right? Two years, a trend starts, and a third season, I think you just have to you have to cut your cut your losses at Bad that point. Bad things come in threes. Because how many years are you going to go where he's where you can't just trust him? That's three years, three seasons in a row. And three and there's only 16 games plus the playoffs in the season, right? So you get down three seasons in a row with major injury, and we're not talking a sprained ankle here. We're no. talking major injuries. If it happens, I'm not saying, I hope, obviously I hope it doesn't, but if it does... I think I look elsewhere. Same thing with Simmons. If he doesn't develop a jump shot, he comes out the same player. Go, we watch all 82 games, and it gets to be like six months later, and Simmons is still in the playoffs, the same player. I think you got to look somewhere else. Team. And I know how talented he is. He's on our side now. What are you going <laughs> to do with Carson Wentz? You cut him. How are you going to get, get rid of him? You, you, you cut him? Yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing. You don't just cut talent. What are we, Chip Kelly? You don't just cut talent. There's a difference between cutting talent and cutting broken talent, all right? If, Listen, if you want like a quarterback that's not come off a, a major injury and a back, a major broken back, and now whatever, again, hypothetical, if yes. something were to happen again, I mean, what, what, what does he bring to the table? There will be a team that 
Oh, hell yeah. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. There's always going to be a team desperate for mm-hmm. a quarterback. Go ahead. Then, right. then pick him up. We're going to look for a quarterback to actually get on the field. And but you can get games. something for him if you're just... <laughs> you can't just outright release a franchise-talented quarterback like that, regardless uh, of his history. Uh, it doesn't matter how talented he is I, if he's broken. I, yeah, if he can't play, get on the field and play, if he can play five games and then that's it, then what is he worth to this team? I'm going to get something for him. I'm going to get something you can, for him. Okay, fine. That, um, and if you want to go out there and look for something, I'm just saying, if I'm a GM of a Dutter team, I'm not sitting there like, oh, i got to get on Carson Wentz as a free agent. The guy's had three major injuries in three straight seasons. But if there's GMs, they'll do that. Okay, see what you can get for him. Oh, yeah, it's always a sucker somewhere. Yeah. But man, man. if not, then, I mean. That's going to turn you know? into a drop. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Iceberg again. There's always, every season, no matter how talented the pool is, there's always a handful of quarterbacks that are taken in the first round just because of how, you know, prized the position is. Um, but again, this is all hypothetical. We all love Carson. Hopefully, yeah. this season, we get to a Super Bowl and we can win another one because I think we got the talent on this team to definitely do that. And while we're on the subject of OTAs, um, I did see something that was that interesting that came out. Now, once again, it's OTAs. It's no contact. They, they're running around in a helmet and shorts. I, I could, I could really could care less what the lineups is. But I, I seen something interesting. Um, they put uh, Big V Halapulavati Vitai at right guard. Excellent. Now, thank you, thank you, thank you. But right guard. They put him at right guard. Um, in terms for Brandon Brooks, and they put Isaac Ciamalo at the left guard. Of course, Jason Peters, he's not going to be out there, of course. So they put Dillard at the left tackle. I find that interesting because I'm on record as saying that Vitae is a road grader. He's a better run blocker than he is a pass blocker. And when you think in terms of guard, guards typically are better run blockers. And I got to thinking about that, and I'm saying to myself, hmm, that – just might work. That's interesting. I agree with you because I saw Vitae the last couple of seasons where he just gets blown over by the defensive end. Because when he's out there solo on that left or right side, it don't matter, and he's out and it's just him and a defensive he, end. His feet are too slow to move, I feel Correct. Like, you know? And typically, you know, you think of slow feet, you usually think of a guard type of player. Yeah. And you know, and he would he would be a big guard. He's six six, three hundred and thirty pounds. That's a big behind guard. That might work. I think it that will. Just my my might one question work. to you is this: If we draft Andre Dillon the first round of left tackle, why the hell would you pay Jason Peters thirteen million to play left tackle this upcoming season? That's thirteen million. We can put it in a different position. Okay, but you're you a locker room guy. Sorry. You're, you're paying a coach, basically. Yeah. Thank you. Thirteen million for a coach, though. Yeah, for a coach to, to coach the next Jason Peters. And then to play no. a little bit, too. No. That's a terrible idea. No, 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 no. I, I think you're devaluing that. There's coaches for that. There's coaches that you pay. You <laughs> yeah, pay there's coaches. Co- okay, but they're coaches. They coach. They know playbook. Players play. Coaches coach. Players are out there actually playing and engaging. Andre Dill is talented enough to step in there on day one and be a very, very, very talented You're correct. Tackle. You are absolutely correct. He is. And Peters can be like a special assistant. He can come back any day in the OTAs and with his cap and his visor on. That's fine. But but there's nothing like having that on the field knowledge. That's the one thing that coaches can't coach. Coaches can tell you. Coaches can teach you certain techniques. Coaches can give you advice on certain things. But it's nothing like that one player who actually has been in a position for umpteen years and has been successful at it, multiple-time pro bowler, all-round talent. 
and getting that information straight from him. Right. That's a whole different. Right. And, that's a whole different. And animal. Peters wants to play until he's forty too. Now I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going to go on. And that I don't think is going to happen. All I'm saying is, picture this team with Dillard at left tackle, and then you have Jared McCoy with thirteen million. You put him at defensive tackle. <laughs> that, that's just like pretty scary. As much as I would love Fletcher that, Cox and, and Jared McCoy, oh my god, I would. Like I'm, I'm drooling at the mouth that for Fletcher a, Cox and Malik Jackson. Let's talk about how we're losing Chris Long, and we've already lost Michael Bennett. So, what do you think we need to do at that position? Hmm. I, I, T, T, remember that conversation we had last week? And I was like, T, you're probably going to think I'm a moron, but you surprisingly agreed with me. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not something they're going to do, but could you imagine just cutting Jake Elliott and what's his face? Johnston? Yeah. That, that frees up the punter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. No, no, no. But, no, no, but let, it's like, let imagine. Him, let him talk this Imagine out. just. You have some linebacker who can kick, do you, uh, kick your field goals. No, as much, Hill free, is free, not that great of a kicker. Free, free, as hey, much as I look, as much as I talk up. about kickers and punters and how I think they're one of the most worthless positions on a football team, I'm not doing it. <laughs> At least with our kicker and punter, I'm not doing that. I kind of miss Donnie Jones. To be honest with you. Yeah, the Chargers now. I don't know. Why get, we well, he he retired. There and was then he a, came back, there right? was a conflict between him and the Eagles. He didn't really want to retire. The Eagles said, eh, "You know what? You may, maybe it's time to retire." And then he went yeah. with it for a few weeks and Dumb. then came back. He's he, he's a, he was great for us. But back to your back to your question, what you said, um, yeah. what we're going to do at defensive? I think end. we should be more worried about this because yeah. we lost Chris Long and Michael Bennett, and that's that was it a is strong, the because big thing that saves us here, in my opinion, mm-hmm. Derek Barnett's going back. That's true, but look at yeah, what's behind him. You have a young Josh Sweat who barely seen the field till the Josh end of the season. Josh Sweat is not a good flat red football. No, you cannot depend. I can't say that yet. Oh, on. my God, stop it. I can't stop. say that yet. <laughs> I've seen all I needed to see of Josh Sweat. You got Josh Sweat, and then you have the young defensive end. Sharif, Sharif, Sharif Miller. Miller, you can't depend on him Neither. either. We need exactly. somebody. You can't need, depend on we him. We need somebody there. Neither right of those now. guys are healthy. Now, from what I'm hearing. Neither of those guys are, are now, ready, I should say. Right. Now, from what I'm hearing, they're piping up Joe Osman. That's not doing anything for no. me. You have nothing on that second line. No. This is one of the things that I was concerned about going into the draft. We got Vinny Curry. He's back. He was he fit well in our scheme and when we won the Super Bowl. But he only had two and a half sacks last year. Well, yeah, but he, it's a different scheme. He's back where he wants to be. He never wanted to leave Philadelphia. We That's just couldn't true. pay him. He went to get the money. That's true. Now but he's back, back in the scheme. Where he, and he was a beast for us when we won the Super Bowl that year. But it's the fact that we had Chris Long and Michael Bennett, and now we have who? Well, see, the problem here is Chris Long. I never thought. I he mean, I love Chris Long snaps, as a guy. But, but he, he really his he impact couldn't get was to the quarterback felt. last year. He couldn't get to he the quarterback. Was, Michael Bennett's a different situation. I don't know why we got rid of yeah, Michael Bennett. I, Michael Bennett wanted more money. That's why we got rid of Michael Bennett. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it he was, made a, that, it was a, that was a whole like loyalty thing because they wanted to play, pay Brandon Graham, and it was between Brandon Graham and Michael Bennett. And we now, we talked about and that. yeah, we talked yeah. about this. Even though yes, Michael Bennett has displayed that he's probably a better football player than Brandon Graham. Yes, he has. They stat wise. They, yep. they 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 want to stick with the local guy. They want to stick with and I mean th- that may not be the smartest decision. Yeah, like but, I, like I said before, they pay loyalty level over production. Right. I just hope that doesn't Bennett become a trend. Definitely did deserve that raise. He did. He, Michael Bennett's a better defensive end. And than now Graham. he's on. But New Brandon England. Graham, yeah. Brandon Graham's still serviceable at his position. Do I think he's a top line defensive end at this point in his career? Probably not. But we he's loyal to us. Are we loyal to him? I should say. And he's put up 
a couple, not just a couple, a lot of great years in an Eagle jersey. So I think he's still productive. It's not like he can't get to the quarterback. He's got one job, sack the quarterback. I think he can still get there. But I think our strength over the past couple of seasons has been the rotations where a lot of we can handle cycle through. Yep. This year, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. We, we, will we can be do it with the defensive tackle. With the tackles, definitely. With the defensive ends, there's going to be a lot of guys out they're, there playing a lot of snaps. They're going to be a lot, relying a lot on the young guys. And like I said, since you got to pay Carson Wentz, you can't just go out and just trade for anybody anymore. True. So we we're going to be that's the one position where we look at like man if if these and these guys are young so so you know Brett, well not Brandon Graham but Derek Barnett if he can come back he's the key if he can come back and be that number one pick that we got that type of talent yeah I think we'll be okay but if he's shaking off the rust because he missed majority of last season and he's trying to get back into the swing of things he, yeah then, he's one player we he he really doesn't have any time to shake off any rust like he has to come out there gunning that's the problem so I don't and and, and it's not fair on him you know he no, missed the not. whole season last year but. Um, I think if we we are able to re-sign Lionel Chris Long retired, but if we can get one more somehow, some way, I think we'll be okay. But right now, yeah, it, it's definitely something we pay attention to. Um, and hopefully when the season comes, these guys can step up. Curry can get back to his production from a couple years ago, and uh, we should be okay. Uh, okay, so this is Iceberg taking control of the Titanic. Uh, okay. T, what was your rant? I, I'm curious. All right, now, all right, it's... You know, Memorial Day is coming up, so, you know, Definitely. everybody's going to have the day off. Everybody's going to be outside. Everybody's going to be barbecuing. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> are we Are we seriously going to talk about how Hector Naris takes his wings? Or, sorry, ribs. <laughs> no, wrong part of the body. We're not. We're not going to. All I'm going to say is people do what you want to do. Okay. I just know from my fellow pitmasters, y'all know what the rules are. Don't mess up the Drench rules. Drench shit in barbecue sauce. No. Do not. Okay. <laughs> All right, Chris, what do you got I, real quick? I have, I, I have a couple minutes of ranting. Okay. Tanner, leave the room. What the <laughs> hell is that Game of Thrones ending? <laughs> Here we go. Are you serious? What? I was... Everyone... The, the, I the, am pissed all off. All the actors... Okay, don't get me wrong. <laughs> all the actors and the talent are like, I'm so proud of that ending. Okay, yeah, I get it. You've been working hard on it. What? The, okay, for this story to be properly told... It's an told, outrage. For the story to be properly told, they needed two more whole seasons. Season 8 should have been all about <laughs> dealing with the White Walkers and the Night King. Season 9 should have been all about Cersei. Uh, and what I was ranting about last week about Daenerys... You're not the only one that thinks that, I promise. You're not the only one. But stop me if you disagree with anything I say. Stop me if, I, if you disagree with anything. Okay. The, what I was ranting about last week about what Daenerys did, that should be the ending of season nine, you piece of Swiss cheese. And d you, you can't just have Daenerys be a bad guy for not even one episode. You have to... She did burn down the whole city. She needs to get drunk off her own power. We need to hate her before you do that. I agree with you. And a lot of people are saying also, the same things out there. A also, lot of people are saying the same things. I hate, <laughs> I hate how little they used Arya in the ending of this show. <laughs> I, All right, I feel it. like the writers forgot that she went, trained, and became a flippin' assassin. Not just any assassin, a, a faceless assassin. Yes. She, uh, you can't just have Arya from a distance keep giving Daenerys dirty looks and have her do nothing. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say what is to wrap this up real fast because I did watch with you. Um, I personally think. 
tea. Are you cracking up? Brand! Brand! Tanner Shipshit and just walked off. Brand! Put his headphones down. King? He's blocking everything out. Brand's the king? Tyrion! Oh, who had a better story than Brand? Everyone! Everyone except maybe Hodor! Show, Everyone had a better are, story. Is there lot. time limits on these rants? <laughs> no. You make a lot of great points. You make a lot of great points. Everything you say, a lot of people, and I've heard this from a lot of people out there. They all agree. Everyone had a better story than Bran. Bran. Uh, I know. Bran got. Bran. Bran doesn't have legs, and he can see things. I just want to. I just want to say this to wrap this up. It ended. The way you hope a TV show ended, they all got what they kind of wanted. Got what they wanted. They all kind of went their separate ways. Yes. Okay. Sure. Everyone got what they they wanted. John wanted to go to the north. Great. Sansa became queen in the north. Woo! Way to go, Sansa. And then Arya went to go be Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, man, that's ludicrous. I'm also angry because I DM'd Amelia Clark and she hasn't gotten back to me yet. All right. All right. Well, hey, we'll continue this conversation after the show is over. Will, everybody, be back here next Thursday. Amelia Clark, hit me up. I'm single. (laughs) We're back here every Thursday, people, over the summer semester. Max underscore grass on the Instagram. I'm sorry for yelling into your ears. T-Y-E underscore hood 94. If you missed any of our show. Hey, man, go to... Go to FackerPortfolio.wordpress.com and you can catch all the latest episodes. Who's the baby? moron that made that website? Mm. Oh, and congrats to Chris for graduating. It's about damn time. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, I graduated. There you go, Chris. Who cares? Congrats. <laughs> no all right, Backstreet Sports. Peace. See ya. Sorry.